Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. What's happening? Hour two here, two pros in a cup of Joe. And they're acting like pros, Brian, No, as we welcome you into the Fox Sports Radio studios. They're acting like Tom Brady are uh, LeVar and Brady and Jonas taking a couple of days off, scheduled days off. They'll be ready to go. Uh, here in a couple of days once we get into next week. But speaking of Brady, I don't want to talk about Brady specifically. I want to talk about his former team. I want to talk about one team, Brian, in the AFC East and one in the NFC East and posit this question to you. Which team feels like they are set for a more baffling, confounding, kind of sad season? Is it the Dallas Cowboys – or very close to home for you in your division, the AFC East, is it the New England Patriots? Because that's been kind of, outside of Deshaun Watson, that's been the most interesting story of the offseason and certainly the summer is what exactly is happening in New England with Bill Belichick. Is he getting near the end of his career there? Because I can't see him being part of a full rebuild. I don't know what they're doing. Nothing that comes from that place seems like it's positive right now. But then on the other side, you look at Dallas. I don't know what Dallas is going to be. Uh, I know they've lost some talented guys, uh, one to my Denver Broncos specifically, and now Tyron Smith, again, is out. He's missed 20 games over the last two years in Dallas. This is an offensive line that was already kind of problematic. Tyron can't seem to stay healthy. He's not going to be back until December if everything goes well. Tore his left hamstring. It came off the bone. Mm. During Wednesday's practice, 
these are two teams, two glitzy franchises, two of the it franchises in the NFL, Brian, no. And I'm looking at both of them, and I'm thinking definitely a universe where neither one of those two teams is in the playoffs. Yeah, I. Um, if you're asking me between both, I'm more skeptical about the Patriots because I look at their plan, and I think it's brutal with Matt Patricia being the play caller, although he's not – you know, his title isn't the offensive coordinator. He essentially is, right? He's the guy calling plays. And uh, it's just a weird deal. <laughs> they were splitting play-calling duties at one time between Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in a preseason game against the Giants. And it's like, what, what is going on here? It's just become the story of the offseason for the Patriots. And their offense, well-documented, has been struggling in training camp, in preseason games. And it just doesn't seem like they have a good plan. I know, and Belichick has said this, that there have been guys, Brian Dable, uh, Josh McDaniels, they came from the defensive side of the ball, and they became offensive play callers. And that's fine, but it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing as Matt Patricia, who was a D coordinator for six seasons. And now he's the guy calling offensive plays and mixed with their general lack of overall talent. That is one of the lesser talented teams in the NFL, even in their division. The Bills are towering over the Patriots in talent. The Dolphins have more talent than the Patriots do. So a lack of talent mixed with a weird plan and a loaded AFC. I expect far less from the Patriots who are acting like a downsizing radio station. They're acting like they had a couple of cuts and it's like, all right, uh, Chris, that you, you run the hip-hop station also as the program director. That's how the Patriots are acting. And so I don't like Tyron Smith going down. It's a big deal for the Cowboys, protecting Dak's blindside. But the NFC is not even half the gauntlet that the AFC is. So I'm far more skeptical about the Patriots. See, I agree with you. I, I think your points are all right on, and that's exactly the way I feel about it. I just I think the Patriots are going to be bad this year. And I've thought that since before everything started coming out about the offense not coalescing during training camp because I looked at what they didn't do while everybody else in the conference was loading up. Like the arms race, the the dreaded arms race, as it's sometimes called, it's happening everywhere. It's happening across the AFC West. Everybody's trying to get better, and it seems like the Patriots got worse. They let some of their better players go. It felt like a fire sale, and I don't really understand it. I think that the other – and, yes, the NFC is a much easier conference. The NFC East, it's still – I like Washington, and I like Ron Rivera, but they got Carson Wentz playing quarterback. Like, how am I supposed to pick that? and still have a job afterwards. <laughs> like, that that can't be a thing. And the Giants, Daniel Jones, it ain't Josh Allen 2.0. Brian Dable, he's going to get his guy at some point, but I don't think his guy is there right now. I can see Tyrod Taylor being the starter by the end of the year there, at least just again as a stopgap before whatever it is that the Giants are going to do. That quarterback situation just has not worked out at all. But So it's Dallas and Philadelphia, and there's still question marks as to what exactly the quarterback is surrounding those weapons in Philadelphia, and then you get to Dallas. I think the other question between Dallas and New England that makes it interesting is the two coaches, two older guys that have been in the league. Both of them have won Super Bowls. Mike McCarthy's seat is hotter because it's Dallas, and and I just don't think he's done all that much to create any kind of good equity, and I don't think Jerry Jones is going to tolerate that as long as he did Jason Garrett, who he absolutely loved as a person. But I'm still looking at Belichick, and I'm just trying to figure out, what's the end game here? Like, you know, Nick Saban came out and said, I feel young. 
basically saying I'm not going anywhere. I still have my doubts about that. My my prediction is within five years he's no longer at Alabama and maybe completely out of college football. I mean, he is 70 years old. But you look at Belichick. Is Belichick wired for this? Is he wired to not win games, not be particularly relevant, have a quarterback that I like Mac Jones, but I don't think anybody loves Mac Jones in terms of what his actual ceiling is in the NFL. I'm just looking at the rest of that division and saying – there is certainly a universe where the Patriots are the worst team in that division. Now, with Zach Wilson, they're probably not going to be, but the Jets have done some good things around Zach to at least put him in position. If he can be the guy, he's going to have every opportunity to prove that with some of the things that they've done both in the draft and free agency over the last two years. But New England, who is Mac Jones throwing the ball to that you feel particularly good about? Like Kendrick Bourne's a solid two, three wide receiver in the league, and maybe that's undercutting his skill set a little bit. But Aguilar and the two tight ends, nothing makes sense at all. Yeah. And it, in what world do you become better by giving Matt Patricia control over your offense? He was a defensive guy who everybody wanted to retire in Detroit while he was the head coach there because he wasn't fun to play with. He's now supposed to be the mastermind behind this? That almost feels like Belichick knows this ain't going to go well. I'm going to go ahead and find a way to create a scapegoat. Not going to give him the title, but everybody's going to kind of know he's one of the play callers. You've got multiple dudes calling plays in the same game. Belichick doesn't look like it just seems like it's miserable in New England right now which look as a Dolphins fan Brian I'm sure that you I'm sure that you have a slight grin on your face talking about this <laughs> yeah you gotta have one it's just weird it's one of those things we've talked about the Patriots for so long stability they know what they're doing if you're Mac Jones and you go to that organization you're in good hands and now you look at this plan and it's like it just makes zero sense and this is the Patriots, right, where Belichick easily could have one of the sharper offensive coordinator minds, an up-and-coming guy or a guy that's already established. He could have someone better than Matt Patricia right now. I think that's why Josh McDaniels hung around as long as he did, where he was sort of the coach in waiting. Mm -hmm. And I think he got tired of waiting, and he had an opportunity to go to the Raiders. But the next offensive coordinator, if it's a – young bright mind or, or just a bright mind that could be the next guy up as the head coach right there and so they could have a better uh, candidate than Matt Patricia right now so I'm just scratching my head why this is the setup a buddy of mine we talked about the Patriots he's a Patriots fan months ago and I was like who's gonna be your offensive coordinator and he's like I think we're just gonna roll with Patricia I looked at him like he had three heads. I was like, what? And that's exactly what's basically happened here. And I also think this, Jason, I think it comes down to, we know Belichick is a smart guy. But the question that I think of is, how much smarter did Tom Brady make Belichick look? And look, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's going to make a lot of uh, coaches look a lot smarter. He made Bruce Arians look a, a lot smarter. And Bruce has had success, but not Super Bowl success. And I think that's a legitimate question where the interesting thing to me is if Belichick didn't have even close to the success that he did with Brady in New England, we would look at Belichick the way we look at Matt Patricia. We would look at a guy who had great success as a defensive coordinator, won Super Bowls, 
and couldn't get it done as a head coach. We don't look at Matt Patricia like he's some brainiac. You know what I mean? We'd be looking at Belichick that way if not for Brady. Now, I don't want to do a whole Brady-Belichick thing, and you got to give Belichick credit for putting Tom Brady in that position early on to be as special as he is. A lot of teams wouldn't have had Brady on their roster to begin with. A lot of teams wouldn't have started Brady in his first Super Bowl when Drew Bledsoe bailed them out when Brady got hurt in the AFC title game against the Steelers. But Brady has made Belichick look far more competent than he might be. And he's a really smart dude, but I think Brady has made him look 10 times smarter. Yeah, look, within within two to three years, here's another question. This is cross sports. Who do you think is in a better position as a franchise? Patriots or the San Antonio Spurs? Because these are two teams that yeah. are often talked about because they were both dynastic. They both had all-time greats, maybe the best to ever play those positions, and they had all-world coaches. When we were talking about you know, the greatest coaches in professional sports history in America, two names that would inevitably be brought up into that conversation would be Belichick, who we spent the brunt of this segment talking about, and Greg Popovich. Yeah. And right now the Spurs are an afterthought. They're, we'll see what they're going to do, but they are very much a question mark at best. And you're looking at the Patriots, you're looking at two two guys that we've given a ton of credit to who in the last few years, nothing good has really happened for either one of those two guys, right? Yeah. No, it's an interesting point. And, you know, talk to me again if the Spurs end up with the number one overall pick and get this sure. dude. When Binyama, that's exactly what they're trying to do. But you know what's interesting? It's almost like the Patriots with this plan with Patricia. It's almost as if they're trying, and I'm not saying this is the case. It's almost as if they're trying to bottom out with, like the Spurs are, but that's totally not what they're doing. This is They're trying to win games. They're trying to be a playoff team. They're trying to win double-digit games like they did last season. I just don't think the plan works for that to happen. So it's just strange, man. There, I can't make any sense out of it other than Belichick is comfortable with Matt Patricia. He thinks he can get the job done, and he knows far more football than I ever will. I just don't think this plan is going to work out. I think uh, Patricia mixed with a lack of overall talent that is not a good mixture at all. Yeah, do you think at all there's a little bit of ego in this? Like, if you want to try and give Belichick the benefit of the doubt that he's so stubborn at this point, he he has something to prove. And yeah. so he's actually almost stacking the deck against himself. Like, it seems <laughs> – like I'm trying to understand this, Brian. Like, I'm yeah. trying to get why somebody as football smart as Bill Belichick – an all-time genius when it comes to the game, that this guy could be allowing this to happen around him. He has the control to have fixed a lot of this. He has a whole lot of personnel control. He And the way that they've always done things in New England, a lot of it has worked out. But without Tom Brady, a lot of the things that you used to be able to get away with doing, cutting guys when they still had talent like a year or two before, and, and being always on the cusp of that kind of thing – it works when you have that guy at quarterback, but when you have virtually anybody else, all of those decisions, I think, get put, get put under a bigger microscope because the risk-reward scenario changes so greatly. Yeah, it really it doesn't make sense. I don't have any explanation that makes sense. There are a lot of wild theories like Belichick's trying to do it his own way. I really don't think Belichick cares about half of that stuff. I just think that it's really disrespectful to Josh McDaniels if you really want to get down to it. 
If you could talk to Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels and say, hey, what do you think about the Patriots' plan over there? He wouldn't answer on the record, but off the record, he might be like, do you think that I can just be replaced by Matt Patricia? Are you kidding me right now? Like Josh McDaniels is really good at what he does. And to have a six-year defensive coordinator pick up where Josh McDaniels left off, that's just not realistic. I don't think this is an ego trip. I don't think it's Belichick saying, I'm going to do it my own way and I'm going to prove the doubters wrong. I just think he doesn't trust a whole lot of coaches. He trusts Matt Patricia. He thinks he can get the job done. I just don't think it's going to work out. Yeah, I mean, Frank Reich trusted Carson Wentz also. So you can <laughs> you can get yourself into trouble trusting what happened in the past to happen again in the present and the future after things have changed. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Hymns Sex Chews and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hymns has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the 
trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, Tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Game of Thrones, the House of the Dragon prequel did over 10 million in the first couple of days of streaming and that's you know the biggest hit HBO has had, especially for an HBO Max streaming number. So it's monstrous. We just saw Better Call Saul come to an end after six seasons on AMC. But the NFL is king, right? 78, I think, of – was it 78? or I saw 78 and I saw 93 of the top 100 shows were NFL games last year. Now, this is a hard way to say this because you can't just say, watch an episode of your favorite show or watch an NFL game. No. If I'm going to enable you to take the greatest shows of all time, and that was my thing, what what show or is there a show that you would watch over the NFL? I'm not suggesting would you watch The Sopranos over Panthers-Falcons. <laughs> like, that's not a fair comparison to make. So, uh-huh. a series, is there a series that you would take over great NFL games that you don't know the outcomes of? And this no. would be hard, too. But is there anything, or is the NFL king? No. NFL's king for me. I mean, there were some great shows that I certainly enjoyed. I loved Breaking Bad. Yeah. It was my favorite series of all time. But um, it's one of those deals where it's just different. The way we are with binging shows and watching them, it's not like you have to watch it live. you got to watch a big NFL game live. It's just not the same to be like, I've got some stuff to do. I'll, I'll watch the replay. It's just not even close to the same thing. So I think with that being so different, I, I, I don't think there's a way I can make it apples to apples where it's like one or the other. Right. Which are you going to choose? If I could like suspend reality and make it like that, Maybe it's a fairer fight, but the way it is in reality, it's totally unfair. And me being the NFL junkie I am, I'm going NFL all day. Yeah, see, that's interesting what you said about it being live because I have grown as I've gotten through and we have streaming now and we have the ability to record 10 channels at once and all this other kind of stuff. A lot of times I like to watch on a little bit of a delay so that I can dodge some commercial breaks. So yeah. that I can kind of, because if I start the game 40 minutes after you do, 
or if it's a college football game on CBS two hours after you do, I'll catch up by the time you're done. Like by yeah. the time the live game gets done, I'll have caught up with that and still had a little bit extra time. Now, obviously, if you're watching with other people or if you're trying to instantly react on social media at that point, that changes kind of the calculation. But I, and I do this with golf all the time. I love golf, and I love watching high-end PGA tournament golf especially, but I don't want to watch it for seven hours when I can watch it for three. Yeah. Like if they're going to give me an entire U.S. Open third round and it's seven hours of coverage, I want to watch all of that, but I want to watch the shots. I don't want to watch all the commercial breaks during it. The Masters is the one different one because there's only four minutes of commercials per hour. The way that it's set up with Augusta National and always has been with their three sponsors and, and CBS. So I think that's the only thing where I, I have gotten to where I don't have to watch it all live in sports. Now, if I find out the results, I can't then watch the replay. That's mm, the thing. Yeah. Like, There is a real like tightrope that you have to walk if you want to play this game where you've got to go social media dark. You've got to make sure that everybody that might call you to talk to you about the game or send you a message about the game understands the universe in which you're residing at that point. Like, Do not send me a message telling me, wow, did you see that play in the third quarter? I'm going to watch it a little bit later. And that sometimes takes more work than it's worth. And yes, there is nothing quite like live sports, but we do have incessant commercial breaks, and they drive me nuts because we're all used to like, like when we grew up, we were used to watching commercials. Now we never have to watch them, so they seem so much more obtrusive, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. What would be, if you're not going series over an NFL game, I'm just curious, what, what's like your top two or top three series of all time? Uh, Breaking Bad is certainly one of them. Um, I had to write a, a, a top ten list years ago and wrote a lot on all these series as a TV critic. and I, Lost is my favorite show of all time. Yeah. Um, but Breaking Bad is right there. Like it's kind of one and one A. And now, after watching Better Call Saul, I'm gonna have to rewatch Better uh, watch Breaking Bad to make sure it's the better show. Because I'm not sure Break Better Call Saul didn't end up being the more consistent show than Breaking Bad, which I don't think anybody could have foreseen going through. And then it's the obvious stuff. I mean, Mad Men and The Wire and yeah. many many other shows. Uh, and even presently right now, you've got Stranger Things, which is just a ton of fun to watch. And you've got Only Murders in the Building, which is probably the most criminally underwatched show on TV. If you've got Hulu and you've never checked it out, you should. So there's there's so many options out there, and they're good ones. Uh, but luckily, the NFL is still king, and we have options to watch them all over the place. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, 
So do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Jason, I wanted to circle back with the uh, the Trey Lance situation. Trey Lance looked rough for the San Francisco 49ers last night and uh, it was the last preseason game for the Niners against the Houston Texans. 
I think that there is danger in overreacting to the preseason. I think there's also danger in not reacting enough. And when Trey Lance looks half as good on the same football field as Davis Mills, Davis Mills looked polished. He looked in control. He was accurate. Like He looked way better than the third overall pick in Trey Lance. And I don't want to overreact. I don't want to be doom and gloom here today with Trey Lance. He's got a ton of ability. But, man, I don't see this being a great situation for him. It's twofold because he's got a lot of talent around him, and that helps. But you talk about being under the microscope, a team that made it to the NFC Championship game last season, that made it to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They at least are playing on Championship Sunday two of the last three years. You're supposed to live up to that standard. I don't think Jimmy G was the reason why they were there. But if they underperform, it's going to turn into, why on earth would you change to this guy? And That's a different type of pressure for Trey Lance. And right now, it does not seem to me like it's going to be a smooth start to this season when the expectations are overbearing to that degree. I just I don't think it's going to go smoothly for Trey Lance and the Niners here. Yeah, so there's pressure on him because there's expectation. We talked about that off the top of the show, that the Niners have the roster that you want. They have the coach that everybody calls a genius and all these things. And, again, they've had a lot of success with Jimmy G. I've been pretty critical of Jimmy G and just basically said, look, I'm not saying he's terrible, but he's middle of the road. I have him in that Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, uh, Ryan Tannehill, like somewhere in there, maybe Tannehill a little bit better than those guys, but in that same kind of classification of quarterback at this point, I think there's one thing that I kind of want to say that I don't know that I have thought about until you were just speaking there a couple of minutes ago, and it's, yes, as you said, he's probably not the reason that you ended up in an NFC title game and ended up nearly winning a Super Bowl, right? He, he's not the primary reason that you were there. But there's a whole lot of quarterbacks that you could have put in the same situation that could have made sure you didn't get there. Mm. I think that's the other way to look at it is he might not have been the reason, but he also wasn't the reason for the wrong stuff. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. the reason you went 3-14 and 14 or something like that. And I'm not suggesting Trey Lance is about to do that. I am suggesting that we need to just kind of call a halt to this. You don't want to overreact, as you said, to the preseason. But it's the only thing you've got because we haven't seen him play. <laughs> right, we haven't yeah. seen him do anything. He played just a little bit last year in the NFL. I don't have any other tape to go on other than eight games at North Dakota State. And I'm sorry, a lot of the people that are running the hype train for Trey Lance haven't watched a down of him in college. This yeah. is all based on evaluations and scouts and Dane Brugler's and all of those people that told you how good Trey Lance could be. And, and maybe they're all right. I hope they are. I want to see as many good players in the NFL at all times as humanly possible because that makes for a better league, makes for a better career for us. But Trey Lance, like all I have to make here are what he's done in the preseason. Now he had a pretty good first game, but this one – this last, this is the last look you're going to get at him before the regular season begins, and there's a whole lot of question marks. There's an incomplete progress report here. This season, I think 49ers fans are expecting a lot, and I don't think that the national media has done Trey Lance any favors by propping him up to be this guy. Like, 
I would much rather, if I am Trey Lance at this point, and I know this this might sound a little weak because maybe if you're that confident, you want everybody to talk about you this way. I'd rather sneak up on some people this year. I'd rather yeah. people be talking about me more like Jalen Hurts than Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. I've heard over the past two weeks, Brian, I've heard the comparison made that Trey Lance could be the next Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and I'm just like, why are we doing this to this kid? Yeah. Why, why would this be expected of this kid? I understand how he can th- – how he can throw the ball and how athletic he is. But can we see the dude play four weeks of regular season NFL before we start even mentioning some of these other guys? Yeah, that makes sense. I think that Tua Tungavailoa, just in terms of the lack of hype, is in a better spot than Trey Lance is with a ton of hype. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather people are counting me out and not expecting great things and aren't singing my praises. And it's like, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. This is going to be fun. Uh, And I'm not saying Trey Lance is staring at the ceiling, can't fall asleep at night because people are hyping him up. But I just think it's a different deal to have this standard to live up to. And that's where Trey Lance is. I also think there's something to be said about the floor, right? We always talk about the ceiling But there is something to be said about the floor in terms of ability, production, because we're often wooed and wowed by, wow, look at the ceiling of Trey Lance. Look at the ability. Look at the run-pass threat. If he puts it all together, wow. We're always looking at that. And I'm not saying that's always wrong. I'm just saying we gloss over the floor. and We gloss over the, at worst, this guy is going to at least be decent. You know what I mean? And if you look at... Davis Mills, the guy on the other side, we overlooked his floor. His floor is pretty good. Mac Jones, he's not an athletic dude. He was the best rookie quarterback by far last season with the Patriots. And it goes right back to, are you going to trade up to number three overall to get Mac Jones in his limited ceiling? Are you going to get a guy like Trey Lance and his potential, his ceiling? I just think there's something to be said for the floor I wouldn't just gloss over it. Nothing wrong with looking at the tools and what if and the ceiling, but just don't completely overlook the floor because that matters as well. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that I think the extremes are different when it comes to Trey Lance. Like when you're looking at Mac Jones, you're probably looking at a Jimmy G like quarterback, right? Yeah. Like that's that's probably somewhere in the vicinity of what he can do. Um, I don't think anybody felt like he was going to come in and go two and fifteen. I just don't feel like he was going to lead that poorly. He had the right kind of pedigree, and he showed a lot at Alabama. Yeah, he had great receivers, but at the same time, he did special things with those guys. I think that the variance of what Trey Lance could do is much different. I think that Mac Jones' ceiling and floor might be closer together. The ceiling and floor for Trey Lance are astronomical. I think the same thing's true with Zach Wilson. I didn't buy into Zach Wilson at all. I didn't understand where his name came from so fast at BYU when he was getting hurt. And it just, it didn't, I'm not surprised so far that that has not gone well. Um, But I look at Trey Lance, it was just like, so, so, we're comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, certain, certain analysts are, over the past few weeks, based on basically watching him do nothing of note at this point in the NFL and being young and that not being fair. But at the same time, there are a lot of dudes that were supposed to be can't miss because of some incredible skill set where it hasn't necessarily developed. The lucky thing for Trey Lance is he does have the right structure around him 
and the right talent around him to yeah. help him mature if he's got the goods. The problem is if he doesn't have the goods quickly, it's going to be blamed on him. That's yeah. the Tua Tonga-Vailoa effect. That's the Jalen Hurts effect. It's these guys where they have a lot of weaponry. They have a lot of talent. You paid Debo. You brought in A.J. Brown in Philadelphia. You have the same thing, obviously, with Tua, with Tyreek Hill, and the way that they drafted, and Cedric Wilson, and everything else that they're doing. So I don't know how long the leash is. How long are you going to give Trey Lance? It took the third year to get Stephon Diggs in Buffalo how much is expected of Trey Lance? Because I just feel like you need to kind of be kid gloves-ish with him the way that you talk about him. I don't want to bury the guy, but I yeah. don't think the hype that's been heaped on him is doing him any favors, and I don't think that it's justified at this point. Yeah, I don't either. I'm Brian No, He's Jason Martin. We're in for the guys, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I don't think you're high on the Niners either for everything that we're explaining right here, but Bill Barnwell over at ESPN, he came out with his uh, his hype argument, if you will. A couple of teams that he expects to win more games this season. He's been pointing the Bills and also the Lions. Jason, you agree with him on the Lions. Who's another team that you expect more wins from this year compared to last year? Um, I need to go double-check the record, but one team that I just don't think has been talked about enough is the Saints. Yeah, really? Wow, um, okay. I mean, you could Nine and eight. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Nine and eight is pretty good, but that division's not good, right? No. Like, we don't think Carolina's very good. Atlanta is – I saw Marcus Mariota's whole career here in Nashville. Yeah. Covered all of it. He can play. Can he stay healthy? And can he throw outside the hash marks? I'm not so sure on either one of those two things. So you look at a fairly weak division. Yeah, Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay. But New Orleans' roster – and what they did in the draft, um, I mean, I really like Chris Olave a lot. I loved him at Ohio State. I think he can play. I think he. I think he, his skill set should translate. And you pick up Jarvis Landry. We don't know exactly what Alvin Kamara's situation is going to be dating from the offseason incident, but you've got that. Um, I don't love Mark Ingram at this point in his career. Marquez Callaway came on last year in his third year out of Tennessee. So you have a lot of skill talent there. The question marks are obvious. Jameis Winston, who was good before he got hurt last year, and a first-year head coach in Dennis Allen, uh, at least first year there. I mean, I've seen he's done it before, but it's been a while. I like their roster. We already know their defense is good with Cam Jordan and those guys. Now you have more – I think you have more weaponry on offense right now for New, for New Orleans than you have in years Nine and eight, I could see them being a double-digit winning team. I'm not saying the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Right. I'm just saying no one is talking about them, and I feel like their roster is relatively strong, assuming Jameis is more the last-year guy than the guy he was in Tampa Bay, where I think a lot of that was him trying to come from behind and do everything himself because everything around him was such a disaster. You know, a team I fully expect to have more wins this season than last is the Ravens. They were 8-9. and nine. They were in last place in their division last year. And at one point, they were 8-3, and three, and we all know about the injury bug, especially with Lamar Jackson at the end of the season. It wrecked their year. And so I can't imagine their injury luck is going to be as bad this season because it was ridiculous. I really I think it's a, a little bit like the Niners, right? Niners went to the Super Bowl, and then the year after, decimated by injuries. They were a sub-500 team. 
And then last season with better injury luck, they're in the NFC Championship game. I think something similar can happen with the Ravens. I don't know if we're also going to get the cherry on top where Lamar Jackson is trying to do his Joe Flacco impression, meaning betting on himself in the final year of his contract, right? Like, And, and Joe Flacco goes on mm. with the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if we're going to get that as well, but I fully expect the Ravens to be better than 8-9. and nine. I just can't imagine they're going to be as banged up as they were before. Yeah, I tend to think that you're right about that. And like I said, like you said, yeah, I think the Lions were better than their record last year, and I thought they played hard for Dan Campbell. And Jared Goff's another one of those guys that's a middle-road quarterback that you can do a lot worse. Like, that's a guy that has been in a Super Bowl before. Didn't go well against the Patriots defense, but it didn't go well for anybody wearing a Rams uniform in that Super Bowl. Goff can play. I like Campbell. I like I like the vibe coming out of Detroit. I think they can be better. The other bottom feeder – that just it's it's addition by subtraction is Jacksonville not having Urban Meyer this year. Totally with you. I feel you. like nobody talks about nobody talks about Trevor right now. No one is talking about Trevor. It's the first time probably in his life since middle school where he's actually under the radar. He was under he was not under the radar at all in high school. One of the highest touted prospects ever goes to Clemson. We understand that story exactly what it went. Now he's the best NFL prospect since Andrew Luck or maybe since John Elway. Or maybe since, you know, insert yeah. greatest quarterback of all time here. All of that kind of thing. All the hype. But last year, he got lost in the shuffle of the Urban Meyer tabloid circus. And yeah. now you've got Urban out. You've got a coach I really like. I just don't think it went very well in the end in Philadelphia with ownership and him and Carson and everything else. Doug Peterson's an adult. I like what Jacksonville is trying to do. Now, did they spend bad money? Yeah. We'll find that out. We don't know about that. But I think Trevor, I still fully believe in Trevor. And so 3-14 and 14 last year, I easily could see Jacksonville winning five or six games this year. Again, that's, yeah. a, that's a baby step, but it's one in the right direction. And I, I just don't think they could possibly be as bad as they were with Urban just because Urban's not there is maybe the biggest factor. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, you get to six wins, that's double what they had last year. That's, that's pretty good. And, yeah, I think they overspent for Christian Kirk and a couple other players, but yes. they're still better than a three-win team, especially with the head coach that has won a Super Bowl and Doug Peterson. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's going to be a, a team on the rise for sure. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 